Welcome to Talking Baseball. We are joined by Jeff Passan today to talk about breaking news and the newsbreakers alike. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. We hope you're having a fantastic Friday morning. We hope you're excited for the weekend. We hope you are ready for baseball to be back on the screens in a couple months because, as you know, it's about to be. And we have a very special guest joining us today, Jeff Passan from ASPOW, to talk about uh, news breaking. Trev, one of your uh, now adversaries in the newsbreaking world. I think um, he's more of a colleague, I would say, okay, than an adversary. I'm not here to to fight with anybody or compete with anybody. You know who I'm competing with? Myself. Yeah. Just want to be a better version of myself every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks when you have a good day and then you'll be like, "Shit, I got to beat this tomorrow." Uh, I haven't thought that one through, so maybe I'll stop trying jake how are you doing i'm good and yeah i think i think uh jeff is a i'd call him a teammate because i think uh, it wasn't officially written down on paper but i think what we agreed to was kind of that like when they talk about it in the office and uh what was it office space when they're like hey we're gonna take the zero 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 point one percent of every transaction and count it as our own Mm -hmm. basically every jeff pass and news breaking from here on out we get zero 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 one percent of it take it so now we're now we're a team yeah we're like his like farm system a little bit a feeder program we're we're just gonna funnel stuff through him (laughs) (laughs) all right hey uh it was really kind of jeff to sit down with us and talk about it i think it was a fantastic conversation if you don't know jeff we met him at winter meetings uh jake and i had talked to him dm'd him a couple times and kind of had somewhat of a rapport but we never met in person we met him at winter meetings. He was awesome, uh, funny, and just a cool guy. So here is the interview, or well, it's not even an interview. Are we going full cold open? Because I, I, I don't know if you remember that. We came in. Yeah, yeah. Came oh, in yeah. with kind of a different intro. He basically sure. said, I want to say something. Can you start recording? And then he led the <laughs> way. So, so here yes, you go. Yes, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Here's that. Just get into it, baby. No, I have no problem doing this. This is something that kind of freaked me out. We're rolling. Sure. Rolling. I'm wondering if it's like, is it an optical illusion or is it something you did? There's a picture I saw of you. I think it's your Twitter profile picture. Okay. And you've got your thumbs up, right? Yeah. Do you have the longest, most disproportionate thumbs? thumbs in the world compared to the rest of your tiny little body okay. or somehow just like oh my God. seriously look at the thumbs they He's are right. wrong i oh think no. i haven't i think i have an answer it's i think batting the gloves, batting right? gloves don't fit your tiny hands <laughs> <laughs> i think we are with jeff passing the pride of stolen ohio um, making fun of my Twitter avatar. Yeah, dude, that's straight batting gloves. I wish I could take credit for that. I, uh, oh, there we are. Like, that is really, yeah. it was freaking me out. 
I was like, I, what uh, is with Jake's thumbs? Oh my god. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, Jake, that left thumb. Yes, yes, it was the left thumb in particular. That's hilarious. That hey, but your I'm, bod is popping right there. Like you I mean, I'm good. Co- I'm covered in milk because Goach Ball Game's a psychopath. Um, <laughs> and we're off the rails before we started. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you expect any less? I came in suited. Like, I did not. I, I was, I did, dude, I, I wanted you to come in. I was going to say, like, come in with a jersey or something. But, nah. I mean, I it's your life. It's your life. I actually wear this 24 hours a day. I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like Barney Stinson, like sleep in the suit you know i have a suit underneath this suit right now actually for when i eat spaghetti if someone tweets you a scoop you're like hold on let me get my suit on you know what i wish espn would do i wish espn would get me the john clayton commercial suit do you remember like mom i'm done with my segment and i could just like slide it right on (laughs) It doesn't exist that way. And the thing is, Jake and I have sort of been going back and forth on this. I actually need to do Sports Center in 30 minutes or so, which is why I figured get the, the get the flow going, get the suit on, and uh, move on with my married life. What's uh, What are they asking you about on Sports Center? You want to just give it to us first? Squash. Squash. Oh, squash. It's going to be fantastic. Quarantine squash league. Uh, we cover uh, it, it, like, I'm glad that we're getting toward the point where something substantive is going to start happening. And it's not just me speculating on plans that are being thrown out there. Like right. I, it would be, I, it would like be I, really irresponsible for someone to tweet out something like kind of early, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, man, it was the most stressful like forty-eight hours I've it, had in it, a long time. It's the worst. It is tr- like I, I have I have always thought whenever I I get to like a game seven or uh, a 163 or something like that. How did these guys get in front of 40,000 people in the stadium who are either screaming for them to, to do something that will enrich their lives or screaming against them because they hate them? How do they step into a batter's box and hit a projectile being thrown at them by the 99.9999% best in the world person doing that, one that can either go straight at 95, can cut at 93, can tilt at 88, can uh, can go 12 to 6 at 75, can, can fade at 81. You know, how do you do that? And then I realized that the stress of that is equaled only by when you – drop something on the internet and nobody immediately backs you up. I think I, I think I saw you say it. I felt like I was out on an island. And listen, I felt terrible for you. I wanted to be able to come out and say, yeah, he's right. Because I don't like knowing that anybody has that feeling that I have felt before. Because it is a horseshit feeling, man. It is as rough as it gets when you feel like, am I crazy? Did I say something that was wrong? And by the way, you did say something that was wrong. Journalism tip 101. Okay, here we go. Do not go too far. 
Make sure that your words perfectly reflect what's actually going on. Because you, as someone who had been in the Major League Player, uh, Major League Baseball Players Association, had to know that in order for any plan to be in place, that the players would have to have been told about it. Now, I did know. Information was correct. You just went too strong with it. And, and that's the lesson that you will take away from here. And it's a hard one to learn, man, especially like, here's the thing. I was, t I, I will admit, this is how my day went. Um, somebody from, uh, I think it was the news desk at ESPN, which is like the, the sort of central hub of news gathering there said, hey, is there anything to this? And my first instinct was there might be. Um, but my second instinct was uh, it's a former ball player who wants to be a newsbreaker. And so he's probably full of shit. Oh, um, OK. <laughs> I, listen, if I, I step in the box and try and swing, the same thing's going to happen. I could train for a year to try and hit a tank. And Trevor would look at my one swing and say, amateur. So <laughs> I made a few calls and they were probably calls to some of the same people that Keith Law did. And, and we were all told, no, it is not true. Like we were all told that. And I think we were told it's not true because of the way that it was phrased. Uh, yeah. You had just hedged a tiny little bit there and just <laughs> a little bit more judicious with the words. Like I, I, the, the way I put it, the, like the reason we didn't reference it that night is because I said, you know, it's probably true that mid-June is what they're targeting. It's probably true that early July is what they're targeting. I just don't have those specific dates from anyone. But sure. what what sold me and, and in the end, what got you the credit that you wanted, you need to thank the Cleveland Indians. Because the Cleveland Indians, on their phone call with their players, used June 10th and used July 1st. And had they not used exact dates, I would not have been as inclined to say Trevor got it right. But when they got those exact dates, like we couldn't deny that you had put those out there first. I appreciate that. And I do want to say, like this wasn't some like off the hip, I'm just going to tweet this shit out not. right away. You want to know who helped me tweet that? Yeah, yeah, I'll take a lot of blame. I helped My him boss. phrase that. Oh, which is not a surprise at all because I have given Jimmy shit in the past <laughs> yep. for saying incorrectly on Twitter too. He's the worst person to go to. Well, <laughs> oh, I know. In that situation, he's not going to be the angel on your shoulder. He's the I, devil no, on your I was, shoulder. No, I, it was a mistake because even Trev was like, even like these are tentative dates, but these are the dates that I've been told. So we should have put tentative... But it's still like, I don't know. It's weird. We're not trying to be you and, and Rosenthal. Oh, but of course not. But he, did, he did pass along good info because it's that's yeah. what all the teams are hearing. It's just that's the phrase. And some people will never, like, you know, we're at a point on Twitter and in newsbreaking where people will never believe Trev or me first. They'll be like, I'll wait till Pass yeah. and, and Rosenthal confirm this. Yeah. When did you get to that point? When did you bypass that and become the authority it's a good question um, i i don't yeah. am, like am i i, I yeah. don't know yes, yes you are 
it's you a, and Ken are the only people I trust out there. <laughs> That's, well, I appreciate that first. Thank you. Second, it's and a, Tim Kirkjian, I like him too. It, it, Kirkjian's the best. Um, it's a it's a very weird place to be, and I don't know when that happened because I'm not like trying to be modest and say, oh, oh little me. No, it's uh, it's just weird for me to acknowledge that because all it does now is set me up in the future to feel like Trevor did for the last 48 hours. And <laughs> that is not it. Like you do not want the guillotine hanging over your neck with every word you write. But if, if I am, if I am going to like trace it back, it probably was when I started with ESPN. Like that is the power of ESPN right there. Uh, it it's, it's the authority on sports and it's looked at that way and as much like as much impact as i could have had at yahoo um and and as others did like you know woge was at yahoo too um we we had an unbelievable staff there but it was never the kind where if you have something you know, Scott Van Pelt is going to ask you questions about it at night or you know, Kevin Nagandi and Sage Steele at six o'clock or Bucci Gross and Kenny Maine or just this this litany of people whose faces we've grown accustomed to and whose voices we trust. And, and I think there's like this gravitas that comes with ESPN because our job is to get things right and very rarely we don't and when we don't it is just the worst it it sucks and and the scary part for you trevor is there's a psychological element to it you knew you were wrong you just couldn't prove it and that really really sucks i so i had two guys who i trust a lot tell me those dates and that's kind of when i brought it to jim and we we hashed that tweet out and then what the scariest part for me was when guys like Flaherty and Trevor Bauer and a couple of Josh Reddick, I think was another guy were like, I haven't heard any of this. And I'm like, Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then like, you know, what, you know what? Flaherty, Flaherty came after me on Twitter a couple months ago for suggesting Ooh. that we should have an automated strike zone. Oh boy. Don't uh, forget that. That's a, that's a big topic of debate, but later <laughs> that day, I then I was like the text started rolling in from a bunch of guys, and that's when I started to feel a lot better about it. It was like five, six, seven other organizations all telling the guys the same date. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to relay information, dude. Like, that's all I, that's all I cared about. Um, yeah. We also so knew why that happened. So, so here's here's another thing. Like, you know, tip for the future. I hope you don't get too many scoops because that means I'm <laughs> not. But. What you have to do is understand just how big the information is and and you need to almost balance it and and be when a story is as big as humanly possible. I'm not saying to play it down lower, lower and lower. Just know that every word is going to be parsed. Every word (laughs) is going to be ripped apart. This is this is a perfect example. I'm not going to use the person's name who did this, but I am indebted to him forever for this. You guys remember the the mutiny against Bobby Valentine? Trev, you were playing at the time. 
Jimmy Red J. Sox, Bobby V. Uh, what's that? Red Sox, Bobby B. Red Bobby Sox, Bobby. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm sure you guys as Yankee fans probably were yeah. enjoying it's a fun year. <laughs> um, so I had gotten wind of, of this meeting that had taken place uh, where the players essentially were going to ownership and saying, you know, this guy is not working. And it's a big deal anywhere. It's a really big deal with a guy of Bobby Valentine's yes. stature in Boston. And for about a month, I had heard about this and didn't have a, a corroborating source. And finally, I got a corroborating source. And I'm like, uh, giddy up, let's get this thing out there. But before I did, I had to call up somebody in the Red Sox organization and essentially say, hey, this is what I've got coming. Do you guys, uh, you know, essentially, do you guys have anything to say about this? So I called up somebody in the Red Sox organization and read the first two paragraphs of the story just to say, hey, this is what this is going to be saying. And he said, uh, all sounds right, except back in the first paragraph, I had mentioned a particular player's name as being among those who had complained. And I was told that that player did not lodge complaints against Bobby Valentine. And what that did right there was completely save me. Because the second that one player can come out and say, I did not do this, that casts doubt on everything else you write. Every word, every comma, every period, every paragraph, everything else is cast into doubt. Which is why, like, you got to bat a thousand in this job yeah. and that is that is the it doesn't keep me up at night because i don't sleep much so when i sleep it's wonderful <laughs> but it, it it's what makes the job uh as consuming as it is that's why i'm out yeah, yeah. A thousand, i'm out I'm, yeah. I'm retiring from the game we already talked about this any scoops that i get guess who they're going straight to this guy friend yeah. of the pod yep. so so everyone I, you think i why do you think I decided to come on today? You think there was a strategy involved <laughs> here? Hey, every, we're all any, playing that chess game, baby. Everything that uh, Jeff breaks in the future, just know he got that from Trev. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any credit, we'll, man. I don't. I really well, don't. Well, what was, was interesting that. was interesting and that we loved and was respectful was, like you said, you and Keith Law probably went to the same person and got the same answers. And we knew what answer that was. Because like, Trev knew it wasn't officially proposed and officially accepted yet. Just knew that it was going to be proposed and going to be accepted. By, by the way, can I jump in here for a second? Yeah. I, Keith is getting raked over the coals here. I don't know how this podcast feels about that. Probably not great. I tried to uh, stop it today. I mean, I, listen, we're all always just trying to do our jobs. Well, here's the difference, though. <laughs> Keith was like outwardly saying that it was false and liar. You got asked that very night on the KBO broadcast, mm -hmm. and you you were like not disrespectful or not even like denying or anything. You just said eh, it might be true, but it's not official yet. And we're very you went uh, went a much more appreciative route from Trev's perspective on it. Yeah, no, I was I was extremely disrespectful behind the scenes. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. We don't. That's, that's fine. Fair. 
I, that's yeah. why I saved. I see it, it was that's even worse, actually, because <laughs> I'm just being a dick to you to everyone else. And then to your face, I'm dressing up in a suit. It's perfect. <laughs> it is well, funny. You listen, Pink, you listen to Pink Floyd, so I'm, I'm okay with you. All right. All right. Not, <laughs> see, that is uh, if ever we're going to bring the Red Sox and Yankees fandoms together, I feel like you're going to be the glue who does that because you know Jared Carabas is an enormous Pink Floyd fan, actually. Ooh. And if if you could get him to do a a crossover here, I mean, listen, if if there is any time, like Jimmy Jake, we're never going to get Astros fans on here. No. Like this, this right here. I'm huge. I'm huge in the Astros community. I'm <laughs> down with John Boy. I'm all in. <laughs> it's funny. We like. I get Jimmy. I get lumped together with you all the time. Maybe which, we found the common denominator. The problem here. Yeah, it is such strange bedfellows too. Because I think, like in our approach, we could not be any more opposite than yeah. we are. It's true. Like. Couldn't be in any way, but they they hate us just the same. I understand why they hate you. You're, <laughs> I do too. I mean, you're yeah. terrible to them. Um, uh, all I've done is just say you cheated. Yeah, you troll them pretty hard though. Like if we're being honest now, like if I'm being the independent adjudicator in this situation. You absolutely troll them all the time, and you take joy in it. I take no joy in going on ESPN and and like standing in front of their 2017 World Champions logo for like two and a half straight weeks. Like spring training was definitely a very odd time. Yeah. I, I, I will say this: I, I I kept saying. You know, to people are saying like uh, these are fellow reporters saying like, uh, "How long you been here?" And I was like, eh, "I've been here for a long time, but I'm getting paroled in a couple of days." And I had driven driven cross state to Atlanta's facility, and uh, that's where like all the GMs were meeting, and they had the managers there too. And you know, it was it was like spring training media day. And I was looking forward. I was supposed to meet with someone from the Braves organization, have lunch the next day. And I was just going to like live the, the normal life of spring training that I'm used to on the other side of the state. And then I got a call that night. And the call that night said Altuve is going to walk through the clubhouse with his shirt off tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I miss those days. I like, really? Yeah, don't you? Don't you miss like how bad is Jose Altuve's tattoo actually? And, and so that night, got back into the car, <laughs> went to the nearest gas station, bought a pack of sunflower seeds and a couple of 20 ounce Coke Zeros and drove three hours to watch a grown man walk through a clubhouse. Oh with my gosh. That was organized like that? It wasn't, that's funny. I mean, you know, the no, tattoo stories. I think, I think what it was is, People had been saying after Carlos Correa's interview with Ken Rosenthal, people had been saying, okay, but this tattoo. So he wanted to say, yeah, I actually have a tattoo. Here it is. The whole thing was so comical when he was doing it too. He walks into the clubhouse. It's just like Baywatch. He like stripped the shirt right off. And his, and his majestic tattoo. His daughter's name is just like right there. 
And he it, just, you know, do, 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 walks through the clubhouse. That's awesome. The tattoo, like the that. tattoo stuff was like the first thing that fully added up. Like all of the the parts of it. It was it was <laughs> it was like regular print when he didn't like it. He yep. blurred it out in a picture of him on the beach after he got it, which proves he was embarrassed of it. Then he played the whole game shirtless, put a shirt on right before the celebration, and like actually added up. It was like, oh my God, it's kind of embarrassing that he was so embarrassed of just a simple tattoo. And then he got it redone with cursive in between the World Series. That was, I, I gave him credit. I was like, hey, that, that's weird, but it adds up. <laughs> you have any embarrassing tattoos? No, I have none. I just got burns. Burns? <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Just got dark. <laughs> Do you have? Can you tell us like what Ken said to you after that Correa interview? It's like got to go down as one of the greatest interviews in sports history. Like that was like a WWE promo, okay. and like I felt like Ken was like, "Are we rolling?" Like what? So so here's how here's how that went down. That was a very weird day in the clubhouse because Verlander had talked that morning. And uh, he had said some things. And when Verlander talks, you, you know, you don't want to be the only guy in the clubhouse that day who has said something, right? Because you know that everything you say is going to be on the local news, is going to be on ESPN, is going to be on MLB Network, is going to be replayed and replayed and replayed. By the way, is my video feed yeah. not coming through? I don't yeah, know what happened. I don't know what we happened. can hear you fine. All right. That's all that matters. You honestly, this is better. You don't have <laughs> this is better. This is what I wish I had all the time. Um, so, uh, you know, Verlander, I, I think Verlander at that point is kind of like, okay, boys, who's actually going to come out and talk right now. And a bunch of us were in the clubhouse waiting for Correa because he was like the logical person to speak. You know, he had been pretty outspoken uh, on the apology day, uh, and we figured he was going to be the one to talk. And he leaves the clubhouse, and some of the local guys are getting like pissed off. Like, and I don't blame them. Like, <laughs> you know, wh where is Correa going? What's Correa doing? Little did we know that right outside the clubhouse, he is just giving this. I don't even know how to. So that was planned. He he went out there to talk to Ken. Yes. Or this, did Ken follow him? Uh, no. I, I'm pretty sure this had been arranged. As well. <laughs> Go Kenny. All right. Oh, Kenny is uh, – <laughs> I, I, I hate Kenny because he's really, really good. And I, <laughs> and I don't actually hate him because he's a terribly nice and kind and thoughtful and generous human being. And that makes me hate him even more, yeah. actually. Sure. Because – you, you wish he was terrible and you wish you actually had reason to to look at him and be like, no, I don't like you. I want to go out there and <laughs> beat you every day. That was the wildest, like whatever interview for baseball. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was the best. And, and I thought, you know what? I thought he handled it really, really well too. Like pushing back on some of the stuff that, that he did. Oh yeah. Kenny did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it is, that's, that's a hard thing to do in the moment because you have questions that you want to ask and sometimes you have to deviate from those questions 
in order to, to follow up. So you almost have to be thinking and listening and formulating new questions at the same time because you don't want to come back when somebody says something and be like, uh, 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 like you can't stumble. You have to have things ready in that moment and you can't miss your opportunity. This is crazy. Well, we know you got to go. Well, Jake, what you got? I was going to say, have you taken a step back yet and been like, okay, you know, this would probably be NFL, NHL playoffs. Um, you're getting you're getting run on SVP late night. Have you been like, hey, this has been kind of nice for Jeffy P? <laughs> um, I mean, I I work at ESPN and cover baseball. When is life not nice? For this is true. Nice. It's good perspective, Jeff. EP, is that what you call me, Jake? Um, you know, I mix it up. I can <laughs> I, I I call you an assortment of names. Wow, um, with the MLB flag. that's tough. That's wow, <laughs> I just googled yeah. it. I just googled it. I I think I'm the other. I think the other thing we wanted to get out of you before you have to go for Espen or whatever you were talking about. Um, do you have anything that you want us to break that you have like one source on that we can get out there and look like <laughs> we we can look like assholes about and we it, but it won't be from you it'll be from us. I've got like twenty five of those. Oh yes, and, hey, J- and 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 I will not let any of you near any of them. <laughs> Jeff, I, I wore this hat on purpose. I do have some breaking NBA news if you want to put it out there. It's no, no big deal if you don't. I, I've heard from sources there will be no more regular season. It'll be straight to the playoffs. Book it. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. That's I'm a being serious, serious one. That's a serious one. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you want, I, if you I want love, to take I, and run I, with I, it, go I, ahead. I love that you have sources. I, love <laughs> I, think, I think they, I, I think I just more have like friends. They'd have to play <laughs> a couple games, like warm up games. Here's here's the thing. I always. Trevor, I always thought that from those Twins teams, it was going to be like Perk, who was going to be in the Twins booth, and it was going to be like Slowy, who was going to be an analyst somewhere. I honestly don't know if I had you pegged. And Tori, I thought Tori was going to be like in the World Series booth if he wanted to be. He could if he wanted to. Yeah, of course he could. He could. He could. He could do anything like and you guys had Poppy predated you by a little bit, right? Yeah, he did. OK, I'm a just, lot of it. Oh, like the, the, the beauty of the twins teams is that like the early Tory era and the late Tory era all mixed together for me. And yeah. it was always like the twins were always my favorite team to come to Kansas City where I live. And I don't think you and I pretty much ever talked. So uh, okay. good, good to finally okay. chat. I appreciate it. I wasn't good enough as no, a baseball are. player, but I think I'm getting good at like a media guy. You are. So. You are. Like, <laughs> respect. Like, you're good at this. I, don't know if you're, I mean, listen, you were as a baseball player, uh, one of the, one of the best in the world. Like that's literally true. It doesn't matter what your numbers were. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. You are one of the best baseball players in the entire world. So that's like a steep hill to climb in this industry. And and you got some work to do, but you've been doing this for how long? Six months? Since yeah. November, baby. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's working. <laughs> it's working. You. Yeah. All right. We'll appreciate let you go, that, man. man. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll have you on later. We'll do a whole two-hour uh, session with you. 
yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> do real TV right now. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thanks, yeah, Jeff. Hard. Thanks, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And there you have it. New uh, colleague, Jeff Passan, joined us. I mean, that was, I mean, that was a lot of fun. I mean, it's, fun. it's cool to have someone of his stature recognize us and also shit on us because I think both are appreciated. If it was yes. just one or just the other, it's either insin- it, it's insincere or just being a jerk. So you need both here. Trev, how are you feeling after all that? I I came to this conclusion after the art after the interview we just did, or it was a conversation. Yeah, uh, a bit of a schooling, if you will, on journalism. <laughs> but I'm happy to report that much like my career against position players pitching, where I batted a thousand. I will be leaving the sports journalism world also batting a thousand. And that's not something a lot of people can say. So we'll I'm happy with where, with where it's at. We'll still get some tidbits though. Cause the song's too good to not do use anymore. I know, you know, I'm just kind of, we just told Jeff that I was going to get out of the game, but I think I lied to him. I yeah. think you're so much. I think I'm kind of game. a dick. I think I'm a dick to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I resist. Maybe we'll do pot uh, only. Because when Jeff came back and he was starting to fluff you up and he was like, you know, talking about your baseball career a little bit, I there was some jokes to be made about your batting average compared to your batting average with this. And I mean, hey, man, you can now that you're on top, like, yes, you could go out or I mean, I think you just uh, keep grinding that stone, my man. And like, I don't have sources. I have friends. And I think that's that was better. I think that might have been the best line of the interview. <laughs> I think you can't say that too much because then people that don't have friends and only sources yeah, they are going to be like, wow, I'm so sad. I don't want anyone to feel sad. I really don't. I want every, this is what I want. And I've told people this about baseball too. I want everyone to do their best because that's when the game is the best. Mm-hmm. So I want all you reporters out there, keep grinding, keep working hard. But I'm and just know you. that when you're sleeping, I'm working. I got friends. <laughs> I got friends. Then they don't sleep. <laughs> I got friends. That is cool yeah. that like the tides turn now because everyone's putting out this same June, July uh, dates. And then a lot of people are saying, why not July 4th? Like we talked about, but yeah, I think Jeff made a good point. Like the verbiage in our tweet, and I'm going to say it's our tweet, Jim, just because yeah. you can't get I'll, away from that. Okay? No, I'll take, I'll, I'm full responsibility. I feel bad because we, the thing, the thing is, and it's not a question I didn't want to, I wanted to ask him because he says you need to leave some, I call them escape words, but you need to leave some flex words or something like that, like a potentially of the, yeah. uh, I've heard sort, you know, this. I think the biggest one was you should have went would instead of will. It would take place June 10th. It would start July 1st. I that's, think, I think if you pivot those, but that's what sucks about it. That's what I'd say, no. I'd say May instead of will. Then I'm like everybody else. And we're yeah. better than that at John Boy Media. Yeah. yeah. So, but I wanted to ask him, like, because some reporters, I won't say their name, John Heyman, only uses escape words. Like, every right. tweet is always maybe or might be or potentially or interested. You know, he, he never puts anything concrete out there. So like, where's the balance? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point of that's that? That's why, though? dude. That's why you said you don't Are follow you a reporter? Said, don't follow him. It's the worst Twitter yeah. account. It's nothing but word salad and like escape words galore. 
But like, so like where yeah. I liked that we did no escape words cause we were being all brave and, but maybe we should have added like one or something like that. But, uh, I, I wanted to ask him like, where's the balance. If we, if we had like 10 more minutes, I would have liked to ask him like, Hey, how would you type that tweet with the amount of info we had? If you were, Oh, that would have like been a good question. Level of knowledge. I think if we had like five more minutes. We could have. I think he, he, would he wouldn't have. have with our level. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't have tweeted like, it. Yeah, if he was gonna be hitting send. And I, I think <laughs> that's the change? best. I think that's the best part of that conversation that happened. Is I don't know if a single question we wanted to ask was asked because, I mean, I, I know, Jeffy P as I called him, and he hated, which I'm proud of at this point. Um, he, uh, I mean, man, he looks so young. I think he's 40. He, he's one of the people. Oh, he's that's old. Been, yeah. He, dude, he stays up to my standards of youth, which is impressive. Um, I look 14, he looks 18, but dude, he ran like Yahoo baseball for 13 years. Like he was like, that was my fantasy baseball coach for like a decade. Um, and yet now he's like, he's, he's a peer equal. He's our teammate. Like I said, um, so hopefully we do get him again. Cause I mean, we could have, I know Jimmy mentioned it again and he shot us down with the big ESPN drop, but like, I mean, we could have genuinely talked to him like he said, two and a half TV. hours easy. Yeah, that was that was big. And I wanted to come back and say, you mean Tim Tebow and LeBron James network? <laughs> like wow. literally all you guys do is talk about those two people. And now good Michael thing, Jordan. Good thing the interview ended then. Yeah, I like Jeff. I, I was well, he said no because I said we were going to get him for two hours, which yeah. is which is like an escape ask by me. Because I say, you're going to come ass. back on the show. And he probably says yes to that. But then I say two hours, which allows him to be oh, like, Good for no, you, Jim. Yeah. Look at that. Playing chess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So he says yes, but just not subtle, Also a subtle dig when you put the MLB network microphone in his hand for the picture. Way to go. I mean, I just Googled yeah. uh, was legit, Jeff Passett bro. and took up a picture. What, um... What happens next, guys? Do we think the big MLB drop comes like Monday, Tuesday? Do we think something comes out like tomorrow? Well, they have to propose it, which they're announcing the proposal this week or next week. In the coming days, it's going to be proposed. And then they need. there's still going to be a fight over money. We That's know the that. biggest thing, yes. There's still going to be a fight over money, and, and it's all the contracts. And it's actually, I'm like super interested in it as if it's a, a game itself to see how it plays out because... I think both sides have some good points. Uh, I think I think it's going to come down to actually what our good friend Jeff, Jeffy P, said in his article. I think it's going to come down to the deferred money. I think they're going to say, we'll get you your money. It's just got to be next year or, or two years, whatever it is. And I think players would be like, they don't, what I've heard and what we've talked about is there's no room for negotiation on the player's side. That's the way they're approaching it. But... Push comes to shove. They get that deferred money. It's still paid in full. I think you can handle that. But we'll yeah. see. I, I, I loved the deferred money. The deferred money, even that idea being brought up, which was in Passon's article, made me think, okay, there is going to be a creative way that this gets solved where both teams give and take. Because... Like, like the, the players union signed a deal saying that they would just get the prorated thing. And I think it's all well and good that they can say, we're not going to renegotiate because when you signed this, you knew the potential for not having fans in the stands. So why would we open up negotiations again? 
Then there's also the saying that billionaires beat millionaires all the time, and it's <laughs> 30 billionaire owners versus a bunch and of henchmen. And their henchmen versus a bunch of millionaire yeah. baseball players. So interesting. I, I think they what they're going to have to do is if they – I don't think – now that I'm really thinking about it, deferred money is not enough. It's going to be deferred money with interest. Like that's the only way they can do it. So we will see, man. We will see. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Go uh, thank Jeff for coming on the show. And just no, don't tell him. Don't remind him. But no, anything he breaks in the future, he definitely got from Trap. Should we have? Should we have our people tweet something fun at him, like uh, one of us or Ploof's posse or something? <laughs> I don't know. Something weird. There's. He's not going to enjoy anything. None of it. No, none of it. No. Yeah, that's why it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, would he go drink beers with us? Yes. Uh, he's got to be on the clock though. He's got to bring all three of his phones and shit. Instant tap out. Is he a wine guy? A beer guy? Whiskey?